Hello, this is Mariah. This is Serena. And this is the Midday Buzz. Serena and I just, like, just finished watching you. Season four. Part two. What are your thoughts, Serena? How are you feeling? Disappointed. (laughs) Why? I don't know. I just wanted justice for Love Quinn. Yeah, I really liked her character. If you're listening to this and haven't seen it, maybe skip ahead. You haven't spoiled anything. Yeah, that's true. But we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about it, too, yeah. And we're not sorry if you are... Oh, not at all. We gave warning. (laughs) We gave warning. This was the official warning. I thought it was going to be the last season. So I was fooled. I don't know why I had that impression, but did you have that impression? I thought it was going to be the last season too. I don't know why either, but clearly it's not. (laughs) Clearly not. In fact, he's thriving more than ever (laughs) by the end. Yeah, he's like at his peak. My coworker sent me a screenshot of an article saying it was going to be renewed for season five. And she knew I was watching it. And I was like, that's a spoiler. What what is wrong with you? Do you count that as a spoiler? Kind of, because okay. you're like... Because you know he's going to live. Yeah. I've never been really impacted by spoilers. I'm unfortunate. If I see something, I just keep scrolling. There's been people in my life like who I'm conversing with live, and they spoil it. Usually it's not social media for me. It's someone like talking nonchalantly. Mm-hmm. Yep. And before, I'm like, no, 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 no. I already say it. <laughs> she was on the work call yesterday, and she had a hat and uh, a jacket, and she was giving... Joe vibes. And so I told her about it and she's like, yes, that's what I was going for. No one can wear a baseball hat anymore. (laughs) It was literally like the same exact one. (laughs) She was doing it on purpose. I see anyone wearing like a dark baseball hat and I'm like, stalker. Episode eight was great though. That was like Mm. my favorite episode of you. The way everything was flipped on its head and the whole story changed. It had to happen at some point, right? Yeah. My mind was blown from that point on. (laughs) The ending of this season, it kept going. Very choppy. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, it must be over. It was not. Yeah, it felt like an afterthought somehow. A little bit. Fun fact, me and Mariah have watched you all the seasons together. I've traveled a great length. (laughs) I went to San Diego just to watch it's season true. three. We didn't do that. Season three of you. We oh finished in a weekend. Oh, we'll finish it in a day. Now now we have a season five to look forward to. Um, see you next year. <laughs> see you next year. <laughs> it's true. We've seen all of this series together, which is lovely. That is lovely. I'm of course. to share it. <laughs> the one series we watched like completely together is the most fucked up series ever. So messed up. Serena and I are fans of, well, I don't know if you could be a fan of true crime or just enjoy the story. Yeah. I I don't know the best way to word that. Why do you think we like true crime so much? Is this some psychological shit? I mean, I was watching Dateline. I would walk home from school and watch Dateline. Lester Holt was my second father. (laughs) And the guy with the gray hair. And then Snapped was always kind of the different killer. It was always the woman. Wait, what's Snapped? It's it's like the same thing as Dateline, okay. but just off-brand Dateline. <laughs> My DVR would just, I would just record all of them. And there was like 30 Datelines oh. and it was great because you could fast forward through the commercials. How young were you like when you remember watching Dateline? I was, too young, right? I was too young. I was probably a freshman because I was walking home mm. and then I would get home and turn it on while I was home alone. Like what is wrong with me? I can't do that anymore. No. I, I feel like I'm getting more more anxious and it's probably yeah. because my true crime knowledge is accumulating. Yes. You know? And then I'm like, oh, okay, so this place isn't safe and that's not safe and I'm not safe because I'm a woman and I exist. I don't know. It causes me anxiety and yet I just keep going. Doesn't it seem like it's mostly in rural areas? Until it's not, but yes. It's not like in New York City or right. you know, San Francisco or yes. LA. It's usually just like bumfuck 
Usually. No, I agree with you, especially like the Dateline stories. Mm -hmm. I also remember as a kid, though, once a week, though, at least, my family and I would just get together and watch America's Most Wanted. Oh, my God. I remember it was America's Most Wanted, Smallville, Kyle XY. Back to back. (laughs) Kyle XY. I haven't heard that in a while. It definitely was not a popular show, but we just loved watching it together. (laughs) You guys were the only audience. Yeah. We may have single-handedly funded Kyle XY, yes. No, America's Most Wanted, we used to watch... And I'm sure when I was that young, I was like, this is not real. Mm -hmm. And then at some point I was like, oh shit, it must be real because they're asking us to call if we know any information. (laughs) (laughs) Like you didn't think you had a call to action. It was just entertainment purposes. I feel like it took me, because I was young. Yeah. I feel like it took me a while to be like, this is a significant show (laughs) and people watch this in case they can help or to be entertained. I don't know. Too young. Maybe. Maybe. My mom might argue no, no, like, I wanted you to know the world <laughs> she was is making not you a beautiful aware. place. Yeah, I don't know. Exposure therapy. That's exactly what because it was. Because now, now you're more safe in public. You're more aware of your surroundings. Yeah. Like, I was convinced I'd get kidnapped walking home. And it was like a 10-minute, 15-minute walk home. Oh, yeah. No, same. I just don't love that I know, like, so many serial killers, <laughs> but I don't know, like, all the national parks. You know, like, it's like... Where were the priorities? Although some serial killers are attached to national parks, it makes me not want to go. Dude, when once you're in, like, Yosemite, you have no service at all. You better be traveling with someone. Oh, it doesn't matter if you're traveling with someone you know. It doesn't matter. They could also kill you, which is the worst part. That's the worst one, yeah. There's a lot of TV going around right now. I feel like it was kind of a dark period, and then all of a sudden these shows were coming. I just started watching Swarm, and it's the show created by uh, Donald Glover, and Ugh. Dominic Fishback is the lead, and she basically plays this crazed stan, okay. like of this fictional pop star. It's Beyonce, basically, and they're telling mm. you it's Beyonce, but it really just shows like how crazy fans can be. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's realistic, obviously. It's very disturbing, like horrifying. I, I feel like they gave too much credit to like stars. They were too down on stands. They're very violent. Like they're the worst people. Like, do you feel like stands, like the beehive, like, do you feel like they're oh, toxic? As someone who was that person as a Jonas Brother fan growing up? Yeah. I can't hate on people. The Jonas Brother like, Hive? Oh my gosh. Like, would you fight someone if they said they didn't like the Jonas Brothers? Like, that's kind of like stan culture. No, like... because I was a kid mostly. <laughs> now as an adult. All, all that being a Jonas Brothers stan made me do is when th- we had a concert at Shoreline, which is like seats and then a huge field, I ran like faster than I ever had in my life <laughs> on the field to get a good seat. I just remember, I'm like, am I flying right now? Like, I saw, like, grown-ass adults running next to me. I was, like, eight years old running at the same pace, and I thought, I could do anything. Yeah, you should have been in the front, because you were smaller back then. Right. And then we ended up being behind these drunk-ass adults. Oh my gosh, seriously? Jeez. Deadass. Going back to your original question, though, I don't know. I think of Selena, or Selena, like, how she Mm. was killed by her, like, fan club president or whatever. Right, 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 right. I don't know if that story was inspired by that, or Donald Glover. Maybe he has his own shit too. Like, I'm sure they all do. I was thinking about this recently. At least one person on this earth is probably overly attached to something. And for some people, it's Beyonce. Yeah. A lot of people. A lot of people. And so, like, if you're, like, actually obsessed, then I'm not surprised it leads to that. But I don't agree with it. I don't think it needs to get violent. What about, like, K-pop stands? Because those people are, like, a little over <laughs> Be careful. Yeah, we gotta saying. be careful. There's some people that have turned into K-pop stands where I'm like, oh They my have gosh. strength in numbers. It's their whole life, and they spend hundreds and thousands of dollars to go see these people, like, following them. I've never them. seen a person, like, half into K-pop. Yeah. 
It's like you're all in or you're, you're not. Either all in, as in like it's all you talk about. It's the only music you listen to. Mm-hmm. Really, like you could be like, I like all kinds of music, but I listen to K-pop, and then I'm gonna be like, okay, so you listen to K-pop? They scare me a bit, is what I'm saying. Like the trolls on Twitter or Instagram or yeah. I mean, that's like any group. It's an interesting telling on the story of crazy fans. The swarm. Yeah, the swarm. Yeah, the beehive and and stuff. So is it specifically about Beyonce? Or it's like a it's strong hint. Basically, it's like a parody. Yeah, every every episode says like any relation to anyone in person is intentional. Like, <laughs> oh, yes, okay. yes, <laughs> that's what's hilarious. It's like that is yes, so funny. take this for what it is. And Billie Eilish is in one of the episodes. Ooh. She's really great. The actual Billie Eilish, right? No, no, no. It, it is Billie. <laughs> but yeah, I just thought about like parasocial relationships, and that kind of relates to you as well. Because mm. I didn't think the season was going that way, but then it started to turn mm-hmm. where he became obsessed with this creature, like this person, this figure. And so it just reminded me of Swarm, like this obsession with yeah. these characters we put on a pedestal or like we think we have a relationship with them and they're in our minds. It's interesting like where our society draws the line though. People have, let's say Harry Styles, people have like cut out boards of him in their homes. Maybe they're, he's like, they're a screensaver. They're thinking about him all day. They're buying magazines that include a minute or whatever. If you did that to like an everyday person on the street, you know, <laughs> the, who you didn't know very well or they didn't know you, that'd be fucking creepy. That'd be crazy. Yeah. You'd get called on. We're basically saying like, well, this person chose to be famous or they want to be that person. So I'm just going to obsess over them. Sometimes they encourage it though. I think these, these mm-hmm. stars do for like attention and money and they want people talking about them and defending mm-hmm. them. Like I know I'm a Taylor like fan. I don't know if I'm a stan, but, you know, I love, have loved her music, mm-hmm. but I'm not, like, gonna hurt someone if they don't like Taylor or fight right. them or say they're a horrible person. Right. But I feel like, yeah, Taylor stands are very much, like, they will go after anyone who Taylor, like, sicks them on. Yeah. Imagine if our whole country stand for, like, the environment or some shit. <gasps> Women's rights. Oh my god, yeah. That'd be crazy. That'd be like, crazy. We'll fight you, government, if you... No. That'd be crazy. I mean, of course, there are people like that. Thank you for we your should, service. We should stand environmentalists. Yes, probably. And, like if we all stand Dr. Fauci during the pandemic, if, mm. if all of us just followed him. Yes. That's a good, that's a good positive. That's a good one. That's a good one. Okay. I went to a show last weekend that my friend did. It's mm. improv comedy. I had never been to one. Like, you know whose line is it anyway? Yeah, like, was it interactive? No, unfortunately. Not as interactive oh. as I thought it was going to be. None like, of that, like, give us a, give us a... <laughs> yeah, yeah. There was that, but only, like, three times. Mm-hmm. Like, what would be a word you would have said to call out? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's where my mind <laughs> And that's why they don't ask for audience participation. Yeah, exactly. I get it. I get it. I was it. like, what could I say that could divide the whole room, you mm-hmm. know? Elon Musk. I know. But anyway, so I went to this event, and it was in a building called the Social Sciences Building. Like on a campus? So it was at UC Berkeley. She had given me the address for it and it said Barrows Hall, but then nothing comes up on Apple Maps. So it was renamed to this Social Sciences Building. And I was like, that's interesting. And so she texted me and she said, oh, he was apparently like low-key racist. So they had to change the oh name. Oh my God. <laughs> that's going to happen so much. So much. In the no. next century, if the human race makes it that long. Yeah. That's going to happen so fucking much. But guess what street it was on? Oh, God. Barrows Lane. Can you change street names? Is it too late? Is it too hard? Like, was he not racist enough? Like, these were my questions. Was he just racist enough just (sighs) for the building? Like, they can't change the street name? Well, there's so It's not a big street. Yeah. But can they change the name? It still says Barrows. It's the smallest street in the world, but it's named after a slave owner. (laughs) He could, I don't know, allegedly. He's dead now, probably, but. I'm sure. So it's, he's fair game. 
But I thought that was funny. He's not racist enough to change the street name, but... I feel like it would be way easier to change the name of a building, though, right? Like, that's, like, up to UC Berkeley. Mm-hmm. But a street name, that's up to the city of Berkeley. Which but what I if it's like... on their campus? Is it? Yeah. That's the whole thing. It's on their campus. Oh, my... So it's in their power, you think? I think so. I think I'm so. imagining, like, a street. You know, like a... Oh, no. Like it's a like a... It's a tiny lane. It's just, like, a tiny... A walkway? Sure. Yeah. I had a small. We both had small college campuses, so I'm like, "What do you mean they had a street?" So you're saying they had the power to to change both, and they were like, "Man, let's start with the building." Let's start with the building. That sounds easier. But the show was good. Went off without a hitch. She did amazing. She brought the house down. I'm so. sure. Was it one of those like like comedy sports? Like there's two teams and they're fighting against each other, like improv? No, no. It was oh just different games, but that would be okay. hilarious. I went to an improv show, too, when mm. I was in Seattle last, which is a few months ago now. You, you know Gum Alley? Mm. Mm. It was there. Wait, just in the alley? Outside? Yes. That's hilarious. I was like, the person I was with was like, it's in the alley. And I'm like, what do you mean? Like, at nighttime, that shit's dark. Yeah. And it was like... And not the safest... January? Like, <laughs> this was in December, cold? yeah. And so, not like we were slipping on ice. That would have been bad. But yeah. it was just like, you walk into the, the alley... And amongst the gums, oh there's a door. <laughs> there's someone waiting for you. And inside there, there's a whole ass comedy oh, like, that's cool. stage and all this stuff. I thought you meant it was outside. Like they oh were just improv no, no, in no, front no. of the gum. Like what if they were like, oops, sorry. And Honestly, then... I feel like you could watch that shit for free at Pike Place. There's someone doing something. <laughs> there's shit. someone doing something. No, no. It was, a, it was a legitimate comedy thing. They did the sports style, which okay. is kind of fun. But I'm also like, do you guys know who's going to win before this? Like, <laughs> They had like judges and all that stuff, so it did was you, fun. Did you suggest something? I'm shy. Okay, yeah, yeah, of course. I'm so shy. Okay, you're so shy. I'm putting it in quotes, y'all. <laughs> She's so shy. No, yeah. honestly though, it's some psychological thing because when I'm in a group setting, mm-hmm. I'm like, I probably don't have the best answer, you know, and I overthink it, and then by yep. the time I've thought it, they're already starting <laughs> to react. They're already halfway through the scene. I'm like, they're what should through- I say? <laughs> no. What should I say? I mean, what could I have said just now? And I'm like overthinking that. <laughs> so I just choose not to think. Serena and I did go to the SZA concert two weeks ago. Anyone who listened to the last episode is like, they're still talking about this shit. <laughs> yes, we are. Yes, we are. It's magical. It was amazing. We walked to our section. We were like all the way around the arena from where we entered. And we were just walking. There was peace. There was peace in the room. Eventually, after we got let in. After yes, after we got chaotic. Let in. I know. Shout out to Oakland Arena. Y'all suck. We get to our general seat area. Serene goes off, uses the bathroom as one does, and I go to the end of the of merch line and I see someone that I used to hook up with. <laughs> of all only the this lines, happens to you. Only this, this would only happen to me. This would only happen to me. And it's not like it's a small arena. Nope. It's pretty big. It's pretty, it's sold out. We passed by like four or five merch lines, but we were like, no, let's get closer to our seats. That's probably my idea, but yeah. No, 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 no. This is not your fault. (laughs) This is my fault for being involved with people. But that was horrifying. I haven't seen this person since shit ended poorly. (laughs) And um, yeah, it was bad. My heart kind of stopped. And he knew, he knew you were there. You know, he saw you probably. I like to think he didn't see me. Mm. I've been a little anxiously like. Oh my God. Like just looking out on my Instagram, like, oh my God. is he going to message me and be like, I saw you the other day. Like, I, I don't know. I really <laughs> might. don't know. Honestly, the way they I come out of the woodwork. I think it's too late. Does he have your number? No. Oh, okay. Phew. Phew. I go Instagram first. What if he was just like thinking about you? Oh my. 
You'd be like, I know we saw each other. You don't have to play dumb. <laughs> but the odds of that, though, like him being in our section. The odds were crazy. And he was by himself, just chilling. Like, he's a SZA fan, so I respect him for going, of course. But did he have to be on our half of the arena? I think not. Is he the only one of your ex-lovers who <laughs> liked SZA? Okay. Yes. So there was a possibility of seeing him. There was a possibility, but it didn't even cross my mind until I fucking saw him. We locked eyes for perhaps like a millisecond. And then I was like, nope. Well, I thought she was still in the merch line, y'all, because I was going to meet her after I peed and I got nervous because there's not really great service. And I was like, well, we lost her forever, I guess. Dude, I was, I, yeah, because, oh, just so everyone knows, I saw this guy and then instead of going to the end of the merch line where he was, I just kept walking. I kept walking until I got to the club sections and they're like, ma'am, this is not where you sit. And I'm like, fuck. So I turned back around and I was looking for Serene. And I think at the same time, she was looking for me. So it was yeah. not good. At some point, I was like, I mean, if I hear SZA, I might as well go to the seats and just hope Serene finds it. But only I had the tickets. So I was yeah, exactly. Like, I had no idea where the seat her. was, where the section was. No, it was a bad, it was a bad situation. We didn't know that was going to happen, though. Oh, right. I was gone for like five minutes. The line for the bathroom wasn't even that me. long. You can't leave me. She's going to see someone. I know that now. I know that now. That's I just need to stay with when, you. When we would go out in San Jose, she would also see people. <laughs> so there's really a pattern here. My past is constantly <laughs> trying to haunt me. Yes. This is the pattern. But SZA was amazing. Yes. Shout out to SZA if you're listening. We love you. Because we know she is. She might be. We're not crazy stands, but no, we love her. I feel like when I go to a lot of like rap or hip hop concerts, some there's always the one man yeah. who goes alone, which is oh. nothing wrong with that. But he's just like kind of too cool to sing along. Like oh. he just is like bouncing his head. He's you know? missing out. He's missing out. I honestly feel like because he's there alone, that's his therapy. Oh, yeah. And like he's kind of meditating to it. <laughs> so I don't blame him. But there's always that one guy. But the Sizzle concert, it was like primarily women. Yes, young women. Primarily young women. I've never been to a concert like that where everyone just like belts every word to every song. It was like all Gen Z because everyone had their phone out. I mean, I was just, you know, we were watching from the lower bowl and from the back so we could see everyone's Mm -hmm. phone just covering this. And I'm like, it was kind of insane. It was kind of insane. I was just like, okay. Like I record sometimes on my phone for like the songs I really like, but I'll still be like paying attention. Mm -hmm. But I feel like everyone's like staring at their phone and not actually looking at the concert. It's just so weird. Okay, so me and Mariah are in the aisle, and then halfway through the show, this girl comes from right behind us and goes and stands in the aisleway on the staircase Mm -hmm. for some reason. Right next to Serene. Right next to me. And I'm kind of halfway in the staircase just because people, I think, were leaning, like they were moving left to us. So I was kind of pushed into the... I don't know how, but yeah, I was like halfway into the staircase. So I was kind of like shoved and squeezed in between this girl and Mariah and I don't know, she's just recording the whole thing, and she's standing there for, like, at least 20... A while. Yeah, a while. Like, and then I guess her girlfriend joins her also. Like, I thought she was security at first, or someone else saying, like, can you please leave? But no, mm. then she joins her. <laughs> and then they're both in the staircase, which makes no sense. And I, she was just yelling, and all I could hear was her, so I was like, oh my yeah. god, please try to tune out this girl. Because I didn't want to, like, say anything and then cause an issue. Like, that was not... I didn't want to get into any... Right. Or talk to anyone. And so, thank god security came down eventually but oh, it was they like did? they did eventually kick her out oh my gosh but it was just so annoying i was like oh my god were those that's even why your we seats? get seats so i know have to deal with that shit and i know i'm tall but like you could see over me because right, no you're standing no need to brag <laughs> serene's like i know i'm the perfect height but <laughs> shaking my head i'm shaking my head y'all yeah i mean she was pretty short though 
Yeah. Yeah. But but still, it's not like she's being annoying as fuck. See over your head, like from the row behind. She was truly being annoying as fuck. Going back to your phone thing, though, if we're general admission, I live off of that shit. Because imagine me. There's a six foot man standing in front of we're me. Do, we're doing this conversation again. Yeah, we're again. doing this shit again. We're doing this shit again. There's a six foot man in front of me, or woman. Mm-hmm. They pull out their phone and record. Yeah. Sometimes that's my only. That's your screen. Of light. That's your screen. That's the, that's the only way I can see the artist. It's a struggle. Anyway, I'm glad we got seats for SZA, obviously. Yeah, yeah, obviously. <laughs> obviously. We were so happy about that. And she just put on a good show. Like, the visuals <sighs> were great. My gosh. The transitions. She did 30 songs. It was actually very connected to, like, the album, mm-hmm. the art, and the themes, and all the things, so. Then I think about, I'm sorry, but Taylor, <laughs> she's also doing her tour this year, so I get yes. to see her. If SZA could do 30 songs... Taylor could do more than 30 oh, songs, yeah, you know? So when it came out, she was doing 44 songs in three hours. Oh my God. I'm like, yeah, no duh. Like she has right? to do that many. She has so many songs. Taylor broke Ticketmaster. Well, yeah. She's I mean, got to do at least 40 she's songs. She's trying to erase whatever happened, obviously, <laughs> by putting on this great show. You know, everyone's like, oh my God, she's the greatest. I'm like, yeah, she has to do it. Like she yeah. can't just play 30 songs. I know. She has like 200 songs. Once your discography is that large. And if you're doing all of your eras yep they also had a picture together at the grammys and it kind of melted taylor and SZA? yeah kind of oh. like broke my brain i was like <laughs> again not a crazy stan like dominic fishback and swarm but you know oh my gosh buzz in my life mm-hmm. yes please moving oh yay yes i forgot i'm moving closer to serene i'm excited i'm a little worried though because i'm very like into interior design oh it's gonna be so cool Thank you. Okay, there's the pressure. There's the pressure. I feel like it's going to take me the whole lease to design the place. <laughs> you just got to say, about. like, fudge it, you know, and just go with your instinct, honestly. W- what advice do you have for me? Not a vision board, but, like, get everything in your cart and just see if it all matches. I mean, none yeah. of the shit in my house matches, but, you know, we, it, we it try. It all goes together very nicely. Yeah, like, I would, I don't know, like, what are you going for? Are you going for, like, the white gold marble aesthetic or, like, the darker? Not too modern. Honestly, more, okay. um... Like a boho theme. I hate the way you said boho. Boho. With the face she made, y'all. Okay. This boho. is why we don't do a video podcast. Are you thinking like leather sofa or like... Oh my God. It's funny you asked this. I would love to hear your thoughts on sofas. This is where half of our audience <laughs> just drops <laughs> off. <laughs> I grew up in my like family home, leather couches. Yep. Okay. I feel like I experienced some great cloth couches and mm. I'm like, I want this. The cloth. I want, like, the cushion. I want a nice deep seat. I mm-hmm. want the cloth. Mm-hmm. But leather has this, like, aesthetic. Like, it's just like, oh, this is a leather couch. Mm-hmm. Like, you're better than all the... <laughs> you're better than all the other bitches here. You know? Yeah, yeah. What, what are your... Very do 70s. You have a, do you have a preference? Um, I, I like the couch we have. It's cloth. Really excited for the move. I'm mostly worried about my parents, though. Why? Do you think they're gonna be sad? <laughs> She's looking at me like, trust me, they're not going to be sad. No. I feel like when I'm not home, if I'm not cooking, they eat not well. Oh, man. Do you have this pressure when you're back home? Like, oh, if I don't, like, cook something decent, we're going to eat horribly? Oh, yeah. My dad eats horribly. Are you <laughs> kidding me? He eats so many processed high-sodium things. Like, the man is not is not eating right. Something's wrong there. The only vegetables are frozen vegetables, you know? As I'm cooking in my final weeks. Yeah. You're trying to, like, get as healthy as possible. Just all the greens. I'm just telling my parents, like, 
oh, this is how I did this and that. It only took me this long. Look, I don't know. My parents, it's like you cannot change anything. I know. Don't even, you can't, you can't, you gotta you can't leave it up to them. People. You yeah. can't change people. It's no, so right. hard. You're right. So just mainly for the meals thing. I think they'll miss you a little bit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm going to a wedding this year, but I'm really overthinking my dress. And oh, I don't know that how happens. to go about it. That Does happens. this happen to you? Yeah, 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 of course. I have, are you in the wedding party? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm really overthinking it. Um, I'm nervous. I'm like, well, I'll sweat in this, or this looks more comfortable. What month is it? July. Oh, boy. You need something breathable. I'm nervous. Yeah. You gotta get something breathable. Just um, like a paper bag. Maybe silk? Is that breathable? You know, I or have this irrational dress. fear that, like, my booty sweat in silk will just go through. And that I'll is irrational fear. This spot, like, on my butt. That's a rational fear, actually. I'm not sure about that. Everybody worries about what they're going to wear. Even though the attention is on the bride, obviously. Like, right. You're still like, I want to look good for yeah. the picture with the bride and groom. <sighs> so I had my first meeting with my therapist this week. It was like, it was nice. It, I feel like I underestimated them. Uh, I feel like the healthcare system is a little not great. Like, yeah. Especially oh with therapy. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, with a company that rhymes with geyser. The guy was very... um very good, I think, at like listening, but then also you have to remember to let them talk. Mm. I think like it can't just be all you. You have to like give get some advice back. Yeah. Sometimes. You gotta breathe at some point. That's true. <laughs> yeah, the the thing I got out of it was the four T's. It's mostly about grief, but maybe it could be about other things. The first one was time. Time not you don't necessarily have to have a timeline, but time will go on is mm-hmm. how I interpret it. Like you can't stop it. Like you just have to get through it and there's no timeline for your sadness or whatever you're going through, mm-hmm. right? It's a means to an end, but it's going to keep going. Time will heal all wounds. I don't know if I necessarily agree with that. Tears. You have to let tears come and go. Like you can't bottle it up inside. The third one, I believe, was talk. Honestly, I kind of forgot. So that might <laughs> might not have been the third one. But I definitely remember three out of four. Talk. So you have to talk about it. The fourth was therapy. It's more so like, what is therapeutic to you? Oh, I see. Like, okay, okay. Go paint, go sing, go mm-hmm. do whatever, you know, whatever makes you happy and I like those. Do. Yeah, like exercise, mental mm-hmm. mental and physical toughness. The four um, T's. Yeah, I was like, okay. I hate I sh- when they're right. I know, I hate when they're right because I'm like, mm, that's a different perspective. <laughs> you're right, you're right. I don't have closure. <laughs> I guess we're meeting again. <laughs> So that's usually how it works. That's usually how it works. You're like, so is there a second date or? <laughs> it's kind of like, yeah, I didn't know going in. I was like totally prepared to like switch to another person. I totally misjudged. Mm-hmm, right. Mm-hmm. Like you never know. You never know. But that's really good. It's really good that you had a, f- a good first impression. I'm kind of over to the last of them. Are like, you? I'm ready for it to be done. I'm mm-hmm. like, it's just so corny sometimes. Yeah. Just a little bit. But didn't, didn't we go in knowing we did. It was going to be corny. We or did. like, it was by the first episode. Yeah. But just stayed corny is what you're saying? Like, no character just growth some, or what? Well, sometimes <laughs> when they do football scenes, I'm actually like, I'd rather be watching anything. <laughs> <laughs> like when they actually show the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, oof, do we have to do this? It's That's still so funny. funny. It's still funny. And I'm good, sure. For sure. But I'm happy it's the last okay. season. <laughs> That's just, a hot take. But it just takes a hot take like this for people to be like, maybe she's right. I guess Wednesday, that show that everyone yes. loved, Jenna Ortega was low-key shitting on the writing. And I know. Everyone you was told like, me about that. Wait, is it a good, is it a bad show? I'm like, <laughs> did you guys just turn on the show that you all loved? You know, like when, like the, if the whole crowd is like, 
it was so good, then it's more likely that everyone will have that same effect, you know? Like groupthink? Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some serious groupthink. Yeah. And then, of course, like, Jenna Ortega coming on and being like, eh, the writing was shit before. But of course, like, she's, she's like, the power source. Mm-hmm. And so if she's saying that, then everyone's glitching. Questioning, yeah. Everyone's glitching in this simulation. They're like, I take that back. I take it back. Yeah. They're like, what, what do we... What do we think? How often should girls take girl trips? For some context, when I went to Cabo, we were sitting at dinner. It was like a hibachi place. I know. We went all the way nice. to Mexico for Japanese food. People cook in front of you. They throw things in your mouth. And mm. then at the end, you eat, mm. you eat your meal. Am I wrong? <laughs> I don't know. That's I've never goes. been. We got to go, Serene. We got to go. So do they put rice in your mouth? They like will throw shit in your mouth. Like they're cooking it. At this hibachi place. He, he was, like, gesturing to one of the people I came with. He's like, let me throw rice in your mouth. And she was like, fuck no. And I'm like, me. Yeah. Me. Yeah. Because honestly, if it's a good throw, it's yeah. pretty easy to catch food in your mouth. Why wasn't she down for that? I can't explain okay. human behavior. It's not my own. Even my own. True, true, true. But um, I don't like to brag, but I was one for one. We're there. And to my right are the people I came with. And then to my left are these two very nice women. And they started chatting me up and they were like, oh, we're on a girl's trip. And she was telling me some rules that I feel like we should live by in terms of girls trips. What they do is every three years they have a girls trip where it's just the girls, like no families, anything. No like boyfriends? That. No, no boyfriends. That's important. <laughs> I think you got to put that shit in the fine print. <laughs> so she's telling me their rules. We do it every three years. And at at the trip, they decide where they're going next and who's going to plan it. That's cute. Yeah. So That's by the time they leave the trip, they know where they're going and who's going to plan it. Mm-hmm. And it's like up to that person. I'm sure wow. they have a budget and a lot I'm of sure. other shit. But yeah. I was like, "That's genius." And this lady was just like shitting on her family to me. She's <laughs> like, "Yeah, we invite our families like once every ten years," which I'm like, "Dude." So like, you only get so many opportunities to do that. <laughs> But you probably go on family trips, like, yeah, frequently, that's fine. you know, so. You don't need to mix and match. Right. Like that. And she's like, but honestly, the trips where our families aren't there are the best. <laughs> and I'm like, damn. You're right. right. Damn, Deborah. <laughs> damn, Debbie. I think we we messed up our last girl's trip by not deciding. Deciding. Because then it's been in limbo. Yeah, because then it, it, li- it, it floats in space. It's like, awkward. The idea, and then it's like. But that is a lot of faith you have to put in one of your girlfriends because there's some friends I feel like I have that I'd be like, did you make sure you booked the hotel? Like, Even starting the conversation. I know. Kidding me? But, um, you know, this lady was like, I think she said she was in her 60s. I hope by the Aww. time we get to that point, oh wow, it's uh, we got our shit down. I was literally expecting someone in their 40s. No. Wow. No, they were That's older. That's awesome. No, yeah. And every three years, like all of her like college friends, I think she said, That's they do cute. that. It was very cute. Would definitely recommend that for anyone out there who's like, damn, I've never or I haven't in a while done a girl's trip. I feel like every three years is a good goal. People should do that. Yeah. I mean, you need it. It feels like a long time. It doesn't even have to be a big trip. No, no, no. That's a good rule to live by. Yes. That's very wholesome to end on. Yeah. Reach out to your girls. And or your guy friends. I don't know who's listening to this. Yeah. Girls or gals or guys. Gals. All of you. Whoever you are. We'll see you next time. See you next time.